Hey guys, Daniel here for Escaping Network. With everything going on in the news right now, we want you to know that we stand with those out there protesting for change. It's only going to happen if we all let our voices be heard and stand together. This is a very important time for all of us. So if you or someone you know needs help with resources or effective ways to cause this change and ways that we can donate and our listeners can help, please reach out to us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook or Instagram pages. We stand with you and hope that together we can make this a better place. Thank you. And now on to the show. I'm like, like Terminator, go back in time, pop up butt-ass naked in, in, in a four-point stance. Just... Everyone has their Everybody dream, you know? See that. Anyway, let's go ahead and start today's episode. Welcome, folks, to another episode of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, he means the number of seasons in which you can possibly do a show based off of time travel. At what point are you just going back to Nazi Germany over and over and over and over and over again? Anyway, I am your host, Daniel Rojas. I am joined, as always, by... Kelso Show, a.k.a. I'm a quantum leap ahead of the crowd. God damn it. <laughs> uh, also joining us is our other host. <laughs> I am Michelle, who is still waiting to see the dinosaurs. Still no? Oh, well, I mean, that, 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 that kind of works as an yeah. intro. I, I still don't have one, but I don't need Wait, one. That was I'm the intro? That. Yes. Okay, I fussed with the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Qu- Somebody's going to build a time machine and it will what's be your favorite, on eBay. What's your favorite dinosaur? Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus. Word. Triceratops. Oh. Triceratops. Triceratops. Yo, that nigga got three horns. His arms are longer now, so he's more of a threat than the T-Rex, right? <laughs> See, in the Stegosaurus, they just got those plates and a can-do attitude. So, yeah. Sticking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us today, we have our very special guest. I'm Joe. Uh, I would have to say my favorite dinosaur, uh, based on arm length alone, would have to be the Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> I identify with that. You like that small grab. <laughs> I have a small grab, so yes. <laughs> now, the real question is, if we landed back in the time of the dinosaurs, do we think we would survive? No. No. Oh, I'd be dead. Well, scientifically, our bodies would be compressed under the atmosphere. No, okay, not that part, but do you think you would... Don't ask for a question. If you were able to acclimate to the environment, but do you think you would die by a dinosaur? Yes. Yes. (laughs) See, I think I'd convince him to be my pet. No, what? You're you're the pet. Are you Dr. Doolittle? Yeah. Maybe, you don't know. True. That's true, I don't know. Athlete. She got you. Because we've never <laughs> been around a dinosaur. We might all be. I'll just hide behind a bush and see how have. they communicate and then learn Birds. <laughs> Birds are dinosaurs. I know. That's where the egg came first. You Alligators and crocodiles are dinosaurs. I know. Joe <laughs> Biden is a dinosaur. Don't do that to dinosaurs. <laughs> don't, 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 don't do that. Don't you put dinosaurs don't. in with that old man. Is, <laughs> so as, as you saw last week, or heard rather, last week we talked about time travel in film. Today we're going to go onto the small screen and talk about time travel in TV shows. Guys, what's your favorite time travel vehicle? Vehicle? Hmm. Maybe um, the pen, depending on who's writing the TV series. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, what's the, <laughs> smart ass? What's no, no, your favorite no, I, vehicle? I, know, I, had to think, like, I just was talking about this shit. Like, I really don't have one in particular when it comes to TV series, but um, for movies though, it has to be the phone book, um, phone booth from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bodacious Adventure, because it's a fucking phone booth. Like, <laughs> it's just cool. They open up the um, phone book. I know that shit might be foreign to some of these younger listeners, but Google that shit. Figure out where they need to go. Dial that shit up. Bam! Just go into the time stream. Boom! Pop up. They kicking it with a Mozart and shit. Beethoven, <laughs> Beethoven and shit. Joan of Arc and shit. Mm-hmm. And them two little troll dudes. But that was that was some random shit. Well, this generation <laughs> will soon find out because Bill and Ted is coming back. So. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, maybe we don't know. You took the words right out of my mouth, but no, they already. The shot COVID it. might get them. It was supposed to drop this <laughs> summer, but we're here. What's old is new. And what's new is just a repeat of the past. Absolutely. Michelle. Well, like I said last time, it will always be the TARDIS. It's a good choice. But, you know, the more you see in, like, About Time or the the show that I'm going to talk about where they kind of just go into a closet, punch <laughs> their fist, and they're somewhere else, that's pretty easy, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If I someone who spent so many years in the closet, I don't feel like going yeah. back in there, closing my eyes, and clenching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what well, about you there, Joe? You know, like, completely random thought that I just came up with as we sat here. Does anybody remember the show Sliders? Uh, Parallel, yes. Parallel Dimensions, not so, time travel. Absolutely. But they did go back in time on several different uh, occasions. They did, but I wasn't able to say. That's like saying that same thing about Star Trek. Well, you know what? I'll even go that. All right, I'm writing you right. Fine. I, hey. I, see, I see what you did there. Okay. It's kind of like through time You, you play to my ego. Hey. Tell, you know, <laughs> sliders, interdimensional transportation, or the transporter on Star Trek. We used to play sliders outside of school, <laughs> or after school, when that shit came out, and yeah, we were the rare kids. The only black kids playing sliders. I wanted to be Jerry O'Connell so oh, bad. He got yeah. bitches. Of course oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. And then Gimli is, Gimli's on that show too? Come on. Yeah. No. Uh, just amazing. For me, my favorite, I don't know if you call it a vehicle unless we are all just meat vehicles, is Hiro Nakamura. That 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 man just concentrates and he's gone. I see what you do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so time travel in TV. Some people do it right, some people do it wrong, and some people do it right for a while, then do it wrong for a while, then come back to being right. And then there's Doctor Who, which has a whole set of rules until its rules don't apply to it anymore. And then they decide, nope, not really. But then they come back and say, no, no, those those were still the rules. Hashtag retcon. <laughs> So, guys, t- tell what are some of the, the TV shows that you wanted to talk about today? I'll be talking about 112363 from Stephen King, the show that was based off his book. By the um, same title? Mm-hmm. Is yep. it on Hulu? It yes, is. Yes, it is. Wow. It's actually a yeah. Hulu exclusive. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> it's really worth a watch. I think it's one of the best shows. You know, people debate it. Castle Rock came out, and they say that was the best show, but mm-hmm. I think 1123 did such a phenomenal job. As um, James Franco, and um, James Franco is a school teacher, a night school teacher. Um, Al owns the diner, and you know the show kind of starts with Al being sick. They go and then realizing, you know, we'll come back tomorrow, and I'll show you what it is. Sends him through this closet, and he ends up back in 1958, and you can't travel beyond that point. Mm. It's always two minutes before noon. September 1958, on a random day. And his whole goal is to go back in time to stop the death of JFK. Oh, okay. Yeah. So 
it's a good premise, but you start to see... I think the good thing about the show is it kind of opens your eyes to how Stephen King... I don't think he's been super successful, but he's tried to intertwine all the universes. Yeah, no. Yes, that's what... E- even the one with that... Uh, Dark Tower. The, the Grand. Yep. Wait, what? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. No, no, actually. The, the one with the, the grinning monkey. Oh, that one, Skeleton Key? Yeah, that, that, that probably ties in, right? Yes, it has. You've seen that monkey in movies. I'm not going to go into that whole tirade <laughs> right at this moment, but hey. So... Do better. <laughs> um, there's Keeper of the Portals, and they have warned him, you know, the, the more you go back and try to change things, things on this end will start to collapse. Okay, yeah. He doesn't, you know, of Classic course humans, yeah, they don't think that they're doing any wrong. He sees the side effects from it from the start. You know, he tries to change one of his students' past. He did, but he ended up getting really sick. Then he was like, uh, he brushed it off, kept going with it. <laughs> that didn't affect me, so let's yeah. see how much more I can fuck up before it touches my life. Yeah, and then he kind of succeeds in his mission, but when he went back to the current time, realized, like, America had fallen apart. Things were just not the way they were supposed to be. So he goes back to reset time and kind of learned his lesson a little bit because he goes back again. Mm-hmm. And this time when he sees the lady he had initially fell in love with who died because he was fucking with the timeline is alive again. But this time he doesn't initiate contact with her like that. Okay, that that is mm. exactly... We talked about this last week. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher... In the butterfly effect. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that's, uh, it's always like the, the people who fuck with time mm-hmm. always have to remove themselves from the situation entirely so that way. It actually gets sad as fuck. Yes, it does. Yeah. like, yo, it just gets worse and worse and mm-hmm. worse. And we've seen timelines rewritten over and over again with heroes. Almost every season of that yes. show, they had oh someone coming from the past or the future to change something. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. And then there was that whole season where he was stuck in feudal Japan, changing history there, while also messing with an immortal man. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, that, that came back to bite him in the ass. But Heroes, would you say Kelsey handles time travel well? Uh, is, is Hiro Nakamura worthy of going back there? I mean, is he, I guess, responsible enough to handle the ability to manipulate time? Um, I will answer that question with a yes. Like, he's worthy of those abilities because he took that responsibility. Um, very um, to the heart, and he didn't want to operate until he was in full mastery of his abilities. If he didn't um, feel he was comfortable in that situation, normally he wouldn't do it, except when he was in love with old Shorty. Charlie. Charlie. And he did that even though he knew he could get stuck, and going back was going to mess something up. But he had to try. And that was his first real heartbreak and failure as a hero, learning sometimes you can't save somebody because she ended up having cancer. So no matter what he did, it was never going to work out between them. I I have to say, though, you know, you're asking these people, you're giving them a mission that they necessarily didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. They have to go live in this timeline. You're asking them to get rid of all their human nature, to fall in love, all of that. And that's what Jake Epping had the same issue. You know, he fell in sure. love. They have the luxury of being able to go back and fix the timeline. Had they came back and they couldn't go back and fix it or reset things, it, well, you just fucked up a timeline for your sure. life. Sure. <laughs> Although sometimes you are Philip J. Fry and you are your own grandpa. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> I Time mean... Time travel? Well, I'm not. man. <laughs> well, what about you, Joji? You, you've seen Heroes, yes? I have seen Heroes. And, you know, he was he started out with 
all of the best intentions. Um, As they always do. That's how we always start mm-hmm. out. But through trial and error, he found that, again, like Kelsey said, there's some people you just can't save. Some situations you just can't blink and squint and shake your way out of. You know, it's one of those things, and we're going to talk about it more, but um, Vincent and the Doctor from Doctor Who, when they go and meet Vincent Van Gogh, or Van Gogh, as they say there. That was the most heartbreaking. (laughs) I cry every time I watch that episode. There's this whole bit where... Amy, Amy Pond, his current companion, and spoiler alert, mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, she wants to save Vincent because she knows he goes mad and takes his life. And she thinks she did that. Mm-hmm. But even as they go to the museum, the doctor kind of has this knowing look of, that's not how history works. Mm-hmm. You know, It's always going to find a way to fix itself. You Fixed can affect that you know, character by being in their lives, but you're not going to change... What's already written and stuff. Exactly. As someone uh, I, I once uh, knew has said, the truth is written. And uh, who knows if that's true or not. But we're gonna... It's true. <laughs> Doctor Who has a lot of that where even if they try to fix um, something that happened in the past, it always corrects it. Except for when River didn't shoot the Doctor and then time broke. Oh, yeah. shit. And there's consequences for All that. All of the yeah. cracks across the universe happened. Yes. That's what they. That's what you see in episode one of season, you know, Matt Smith's uh, Season five, yeah, season yeah. Season five. Crisis um, on Infinite Timelines. <laughs> yes. There was the whole, you could either say nothing is happening or everything is happening oh. at once. But it's eating away at itself. You know, the universe is exploding on itself. Yeah. Yo. Because River didn't kill Yeah, because it's not one thing that has changed now. That... One incident impacted everything that had happened around mm-hmm. it. So all of time and all of space. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then you have the bystanders, those who are affected by these choices and have no say in it, and their lives are irreparably changed. Mm-hmm. Such as uh, I want to say it was either it was season two of Heroes, and Peter is in Ireland, and he meets this young lady, and they fall in love, and eventually he takes her with him to this dystopian future. They get separated, and he makes his way back. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. That she did happen. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Then you've got. She's the lead. Yeah. When 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 Hero went back to feudal Japan, he affected this woman's life. He caused this guy who wasn't a bad guy who wanted to be a hero to mm-hmm. become a villain. Yeah. And he didn't choose that. It happened to him because yeah. he was encased for decades. Yeah. Then he got locked in that vault. That's you know Claire in Outlander. I don't know how many of you have actually watched Outlander. Well, well, tell us about Outlander. Outlander, um, uh, Claire is the main character. She was a nurse. World War II just ended. They're in Scotland with her husband for Samian. Um, that's a pagan holiday, which you guys know as Halloween. And after there was a... Um, Samhain? Yes. Yes. That's and the name of it? Okay. There's the circular stones where they're at, and it's Kragnadun. And she goes there the next morning, goes through the portal at the stones, and ends up back in Scotland. And... Something okay. through this show incorporates real history. You have the Jacobites, um, you know, your Bonnie Prince um, Charles, mm-hmm. you know, and he was going to take back Scotland and all of that. So that story is true, but same thing. She couldn't change the, st- the timeline because she thought now that she knew what was going to happen at Krognadoon, let me warn the Scots and the Jacobite army, war still happened and they still lost. Yeah. You didn't lose then, but you still lost. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Six so. points. Well, and that's, I guess, one of the things with going backwards in time. Last week, we kind of talked about um, in the origin of time travel in science fiction mm-hmm. and in fantasy and you know fiction in general. The idea of going backwards, you weren't supposed to mess with anything. You weren't even allowed to. Yeah. It's like you were on a holodeck or watching a video. You Don't could touch see it. shit. Don't touch shit. But you could always go forward. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that changed and why do you think so many shows and movies allow people to go back and fuck with the past? You wouldn't have much of a story if you could. Yeah, different stories and possibilities and you just made that a core aspect of the show. Like fixing your fuck-ups just like a... One of my favorite time travel shows, Legends of Tomorrow on the CW, Gang Gang. That's low-key my personal favorite show of the Arrowverse. Now that they found their groove and realized they're like the funny satire <laughs> parody show. So each uh, episode for the last couple of seasons has a different theme about it, whether it's the 60s, 70s, 80s, or horror, or like um, wasn't like a... Like a New York noir type story, or like future punk. Like Would you compare that yeah. uh, similar to... How Supernatural kind of figured out later on in their um, show that they didn't have to be dark and edgy and that they could have like, oh, we're going through TV channels or, oh, we're teaming up with Scooby-Doo or, oh, it's a black and white. No, because I don't watch Supernatural. <gasps> I just started Supernatural. I... No, not to, no, not to the franchise. <laughs> I just don't have all that time. Late late to the series. Season <laughs> but six. But I'm going to take your word for it. Season six. When they come through the portal and uh, they're uh, in our world. Well, season five was just... They didn't know what to do. It was also, supposed to end at season five. Well, well, and it well should actually, have. Then, then it's season six that I'm having a, a problem with because they, they just don't know what to do. Exactly. Series, but one of the funniest episodes ever is in season six where they're just going back and forth and then it's like that TV sitcom yeah. type deal. <laughs> that, that show was in like three times, but it's an honor for Supernatural to have Scooby-Doo on their yes. program. Don't don't not oh, Scooby-Doo I'm, like I'm that. not. It's, right. it's amazing. Have you guys watched the new movie? Scoo- to, yes, it's great. I, I don't. I don't want to pay twenty fucking dollars for it. Scooby Doo in the Blue Why don't Falcon. you just get on my account? <laughs> Gotta get on that TV Zion, bud. Nah, right. man. I need to watch Scoob though, for real. But, but even shows like Supernatural have had some time travel elements, where they had to team up with their mother, who yeah, they realize. Yeah, where they go back, their mother and their and their grandfather, and they have to do this, do that, and then and then you realize what Samuel, actually has been there. Back yeah, it's just crazy time travel. You know, there's there's always the the question of has a show or movie series run its course when it hits time travel? No. Why do you say that? Because there's always other stories to tell, and depending on how you um, handle the time travel, you could keep going on and expanding on a whole different type of um, reality opposed to the one you was gearing up for. Um, case in point, I just bring it up because I'm an avid um, Ninja Turtle fan, so. That's normally when I kind of phase out of the turtles because they either go in through time first or they go into space and they meet the space triceratops and do that whole arc or they're jumping between dimension and So I know once they get to that point, like the cartoon or some shit, oh, this shit about to come to the end. Because once you jump this time shark <laughs> or the space shark, you kind of, but some don't because like, for example, with um even with Heroes, they still could have continued. They, this show, quality and Ryan just got worse. But for example, like with The Flash, which is another one of my favorite shows. After he went back to correct the uh, issues of Flashpoint, coming forward has its consequences. So now everything that was about to happen doesn't. And now you continue to uh, go forward with that storyline. And well, more famously, the boy Samurai Jack. That whole the boy show is, Samurai Jack. That whole yes. show is time travel. That whole show is time travel and the, 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 the never-ending battle with Aku. 
the shape-shifted master of darkness. To, to kind of walk back just a minute, but time travel either makes or breaks a show. Yes, it you does. You get to the point where you feel like time travel is going to be an overarching theme. If you don't do it right, you are going to destroy your ratings. And that's the thing. Some people don't know how to do it right, but they think, well, what else have yeah. we left? I'm talking about, in this example, Just people. Once Upon yes. a Time. Are you talking about a series? Yes. Oh, I don't fuck with that either. I, I enjoyed, fuck with Disney's Descendants, though. Once Upon Dang. a Time was really fun <laughs> at the beginning because, you know, you see how all the different fairy tale people are interacting, how Rumpelstiltskin was actually also the beast from Beauty and the Beast, and all these different things that happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rumpelstiltskin was actually the beast from Beauty and the Beast in the uh, Once Upon a Time storyline. Uh-huh. Rum? Like Rumpelstiltskin? I don't know if Russ, because Russ normally keeps me up to date. He might have told me before, but yo. Rumpelstiltskin was good, man. I heard that shit be popping on paper. It was amazing. Did sale. It was but amazing. I watched the first season. Like, I didn't go mm. any. It was good for about three seasons. Okay. And then I want to say by the end of the third season or maybe into the fourth season, they got really off uh, task. And then they did a Back to the Future two-part episode that everyone was like, what? And Prince why, Charles, are you, why are you doing this? And Lancelot <laughs> is a brother. And so is <laughs> Ursula and other mermaids. <laughs> and I don't think I, some people go back and change <laughs> time for good. Of course. You know, like in Outlander when she went back. So she when she came back to her current timeline, she became a surgeon. She knew how they grew penicillin. So when Important she went back things, yes. and there was another war. She had her syringe and she had the penicillin. That was the only thing that she took. <laughs> but she knew how to how to take care of the people yeah. grow and yeah, she cured yes. a lot of diseases that shouldn't have exactly. been cured. And history books might be like, what the fuck? But <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked. Word. There are some continuity errors here. <laughs> but um, then you go through a gap when that timeline ends, where she, they were like, what was she doing? <laughs> what happened between 1938 and 1945? We nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> but to um, go back to Joe's point about um, tide travel either making or breaking the show, I would say the freak the frequency of the time travel is what really hurts. For example, like with Heroes and The Flash, those are like the weakest elements because you get told not to do it. Here it goes again. Here's it goes again. Here's it goes again. The Flash, don't do it, Barry. I won't. He does it again. He got to run from death himself. Now he's in the speed force because if he's not, he can't, he won't, he'll stay alive. Come back. Somebody else from the future comes. Then his daughter comes. And then he has to do it. But then he can't do it. And it's like, yo, they keep telling you not to do this, you do it, and we always fucking right. shit up. Then you have a time remedy that comes back and kills your wife. Exactly. And then. You <laughs> need to watch the Flash show. It's and then that leads into good. Legends of Tomorrow, where they have these um, time anomaly, anomaly, blah, 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 anomaly, time anomalies. These time anomalies that they have to fit um, throughout the timeline. Inaccurisms. Anachronisms. 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 Are like one of the main focuses of the series because if one thing goes wrong in time, it fucks up the whole time streams. And of course, that's very bad to say the least. Didn't a gorilla go back in time and try to kill Barack Obama? Yeah, that was um Gorilla Grod. Yeah, Grod. Grod went back in time to try Code to kill Barack Obama. I ain't gonna talk about the symbolism. I ain't gonna get into all that shit. But one oh, thing I will talk about the symbolism. It's a combination. Was, that's a conversation um, for another time. 
One of the things um, I always talk about being black is time travel because I have to think about it um, realistically. Because Loki, if you ask me to time travel with you past like the 80s, I think Loki, you're just trying to see me get that eye. Because let's be for real, I can't go and eat with everybody <laughs> if I get to eat there at all. You know, you, you, you might do well mid to late 70s. Maybe. But still, but maybe. not before that. But keyword, no. where you're time traveling no. to. See, now your privilege is showing because I'm trying to tell you. I can walk out the door and just, you know, gone. Because yeah. it was like that back then. But you anywho, can do that today. It's still, but more because it was just. I'm not going to get into all the jokes, but anywho, like. <laughs> Doctor Who? <laughs> not Doctor Who. But, anyways, like, um, get it uh, back to it. It's like Legends Tomorrow. You have these um, things that happen in the timeline. They have to fix them. But doing that, you also change just the um, present of these heroes. So now you get a whole new storyline and a whole new season with spinoffs that continue to go on just because that um, time travel aspect, just like in the um, Justice League Dark Side Ooh. War animated Ooh. movie. That shit was amazing. Time traveling that again. And it's also a way for the company or franchise to reboot. Oh. The bundle just came out on everything. Oh, don't do it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Which I've watched the other time. Well, well, just, oh man, just Barry going back again. It goes time and time again. 100%. To Flashpoint. It just goes back. And you have Matt Ryan voicing constantly. And it takes away from the seriousness choice. of the show as well, just like. If you watch Dragon Ball Z, you don't really care who dies because you got the Dragon Balls. But if you know that somebody got time travel, go back like, all right, so they died. Oh, well, they're just going to time travel again. And that shit gets cheap, too. So, like, that's one of the best things about watching shows is investing in the characters. And when they go, they go. That's one of the problems with comic books. Death really don't mean anything. So it's kind of like, all right, they dead now. But how long till they come back? Well, and that's the thing with Supernatural, too. Like, there's been times where it's like... Sammy, yeah, they keep... <laughs> Sammy, I'm not yeah. doing this anymore, Dean. I know we've been doing it for a decade, and this is my life, but I'm not doing it anymore. Castiel's gone. Castiel's back. Yeah, Sam's in hell. Castiel's gone. Dad's gone. Dad's back. But it's the same thing. I, I guess that's one of the things I really respect about Doctor Who. People die. Mm-hmm. People get lost in the time stream. Some people are affected, again, they're bystanders who get affected by a bad wolf girl yeah. and turn into immortal beings. Yeah. Captain Jack, who oh, yeah. is doing his... Doing his best to stay away from time cops and space cops, the Jadoon on the moon. You and, know? Then, and then you end up as a giant head in a big vat of water. Exactly. But then what you was the most up? emotional episode of Doctor Who for you? For me? Mm-hmm. Um, which And Joe. Uh, you know, I, I'd have to go by season. Yeah. Because there's a lot. Yeah. Um, for Chris Eccleston's one, as, as cheesy as it is when mm-hmm. Rose has to say goodbye to her dad. Well, at the church, even though the graphics were bad and the monster was bad. Uh, for Mine David, was when Rose had to say goodbye to the doctor. Oh, oh, that's... Oh, you're talking about David Tennant, um, season three, mm-hmm. I want to say. No, season two, because she gets stuck and the Cybermen come back. Mm-hmm. But then you realize that there's a copy of him out there in that other world just fucking her all day long. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Ecclestein, <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, it's the Christmas episode with Kylie Minogue. That one oh, gets shit. Wait, nobody ever told me she was on the yeah. episode. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, Tenet is when the doctor drops Rose off on the planet, or or when when Rose and the, the clone of the doctor end up being together on that beach. That one gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Matt he's, Smith. He's about to say he loves yep. her. Uh, for, for my Tenet, it's uh, when he's, and of course, it's, it's, this is so easy to say, but I get emotional every time 
he goes and says goodbye to everyone without saying goodbye to everyone. And the Jadun, not the Jadun, but the, um, the Ood are singing him to his sleep. Yep. And he sees Rose and he's like, you're going to have a great year. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. Oh, and, um, and, then, and then Matt Smith just, that, that when the angels send Rory and Amy back in time and he just, he wants to go back so mm-hmm. bad, but he can't. He just, he, he looks, he, he, you, you see him thinking about it. Like, how can I, how can I do this? How can I go through and how can I bring my friends back? And he just comes to the realization that he can't. Well, and that's anymore. one of the things there too, with that season for uh, Matt Smith, his, uh, not his last season, but his last season with the Ponds. For me, it's those five fucking episodes because you realize they're in reverse order. Mm-hmm. Mm. That he lost them and he couldn't go to where they were in that past, but he could go to where they were in their past until it was the last time they saw him. Until the angels sent him back in time. Mm-hmm. And that and... <laughs> that episode resonates with me more than any other episode that, that I can remember offhand. It just it, it just killed me to watch the facial expressions like I can't fix this. When the doctor says he can't fix it, that's you when you know things things are really fucked up. When River breaks her hand and tells Amy, "We don't show him that we bre- that we break that we age because how do you show an ageless god mm-hmm. that you're just immortal?" And for Capaldi, it's the Zygon inversion where they're talking and one of the Zygons looks like uh, Clara and then there's uh, Kate Lethbridge-Stewart, and they're facing off, and he tells them how, you will never know, you know, what I know. I don't know what war is about. Are you kidding me? And he's like, you either change or you die stupid. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, and, and that's just what it is. You want to be stubborn and die? You can do that. That's a great life lesson. That's a yeah. great life lesson. There's a lot of those throughout Doctor Who, though. Peter Capaldi, he was one of the doctors that it took forever for me to connect with. Sure. And I did towards the end. And then they were already switching. But Clara, at, I loved her. The yeah. impossible girl. She yeah. was. I, I liked yeah. her until, I think, the, the second half of her last season. Mm-hmm. Just because she became kind of a trope, you mm. know? Whereas the pawn, everything about her was mythical and special, but none of it was ever really paid off. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't. They still haven't paid it off because like, her and Maisie Williams. Just Aria took having off. the ability to take a face but not take a face at the. Aria actually the shows up. Maisie now, Wilson Aria is, is in that episode, that season. Of Doctor so Who. yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And then they get their own target. Can't see me, but I'm trying to write right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take off. It's just it's bad writing. Stephen Moffat oh. was doing really good, but then but then just well, dropped the ball. Yeah. He but, could have just taken it to a whole nother level had you just buttoned up certain ends. Because that whole Maisie Williams, Jenna Coleman, it could have been a, a whole, it could have been a spinoff series mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And it could have gone in congruence with the Doctor's season. Oh, like, yeah. oh man. It was though you get guest writers so much potential. It, things just get. They should have well, arrowversed it. The, what, one of the best things, though, with Capaldi after Clara leaves, and one of my favorite companions, if not one, my, my favorite companion, is Bill. Bill was like his granddaughter. His lesbian black granddaughter. There was no sexual tension between them. They were I had a hard time adventures. connecting with her. I love her so much yeah. because she's just like, no, stop. Hey, this is my life. I live in this apartment. You don't get to come and do that. 
Get out of here, old man. Plus, yeah. Daniel's a strong black woman. Thank you. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, and uh, you better believe it. In this <laughs> life and a past life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can't tell you about your journeys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Doctor Who is one of those shows where you do see time travel and messing with the time stream have an immediate consequence. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the fact that he has a code. And he has been worthy because of the name that he chose for the most part. Does he slip up? Yes. Even Jodie Whittaker's uh, doctor will mess up from time to time and remember, no, I am the doctor. This is the title I chose. But then you've got these time cops. (laughs) They're tiny, miniaturized people. Oh, so not Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, no, no. (laughs) Jean-Claude Van Damme. These motherfuckers go throughout the time stream and, like, Hitler or Stalin or Rasputin, and they'll shrink them down and they'll build like a life model decoy of them and like pretend to be them until they're assigned death but to stop them from dying so they can torture them forever oh it's like when matt when matt and amy and rory went back in time to uh and they, they popped out of hitler's closet well that's the one that's let's kill hitler that, that was the one with the miniaturized police <laughs> yeah. oh jesus rory was just a lot of the ride he but he just, did so great with what? every mission he just he was the sweetest man so with all the best yes. intentions and then away from the and then he's on yeah he's, he's like, like a week like before cop on on oh, okay, so tomorrow we, in the first season oh i didn't know well, that and that's the thing like they'll they'll take them about a week before their death okay so that way they don't die and they'll just be tortured in perpetuity, while everyone thinks they died, but it's really a life model decoy. Gotcha. And for listeners, we're talking okay. about the series um, that started again in 2005, because we're not ta- necessarily discussing too much from the 80s. Right. Yeah. Uh, although the show does do a good job of tying into that old lore, because mm-hmm. it is the same Doctor. Yeah. A lot of people had an issue with this most recent season because it tore down some of the lore, but you're watching Doctor Who. Yeah. At what point does it not wow. rewrite its own rules? That sounds yeah. elitist. Well, they'd be glad you got something. He, he only had <laughs> so many regenerations until he was dead, dead, dead. Yeah. But then they gave him a whole new. Then set they of gave him a whole new set of regenerations. Do they or bury or he, she, it, So I haven't I don't know. seen the most recent episode. Do they explain how or why so it changed? It actually happened at. The end of Matt Smith's. Yes, at the end of Matt Smith's life. run, he was there as the old man, the Doctor who stayed for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And they they give him a whole new regeneration, but in this most recent one, and yes, everyone gets. Wait, are you talking about time of the Doctor with him and then Capaldi? No, no, no. I'm talking about the Doctor who stayed for Christmas. It's the the time of the Doctor. No, the yeah, the name of the Doctor. The name it was the name of the Doctor. Okay, because time of the Doctor special. had the appearance of yeah, Capaldi John Hurt and, yeah, and uh, oh, yes, which with don't get me started one. on that because it's amazing. Yeah. Oh yes, it is. Ooh. Um. With this most recent season, and there's going to be a spoiler here, and I'm sorry, you guys. No, that's okay. No, you're not. I'd still watch it. There has been talk (laughs) since uh, forever about the Timeless Child. Yes. The Timeless Child, it turns out, again, spoilers, folks, the Doctor. Those of Gallifrey weren't always Time Lords. Mm -hmm. It was a Doctor in Gallifrey who experimented on this Timeless Child that regenerated after being physically wounded pretty bad and found a way for their people to become Time Lords. The legend of them looking into the void and like green in that way is false. Turns out it all came from the doctor, but they kept wiping the child's mind. So that way it would be their perfect soldier. So go and fight for Gallifrey. The doctor is the beginning and the end of Gallifrey. Mm -hmm. It's it's a lot to take in and you'll get there. And uh, this is the last spoiler I'll give. The Master's been doing everything the Master's been doing in this last season because it found out that 
all the Gallifreyans lied to them. Mm-hmm. The master is still crazy. Now, what app is picking it up? Because so for our listeners, Amazon Prime had it for years, all seasons. Netflix and had it before last then. year. Took it off. Damn. HBO Max. HBO Max. Has HBO it now. Max. You heard it three times, guys. That's where you need to go. <laughs> they just, that show. They don't have the latest season yet. Otherwise, I would have binged it all night last Why night. Why can't just you just have good. one HBO and just have it all? Because well, that's HBO the- Max is. That Capitalism. Now. Yeah, because we got to make that gang, money. Gang. I had to cancel HBO now and <laughs> then sign up for HBO Max with a different email. To you shouldn't, have, you shouldn't yeah. have to do that. How much is HBO Max? $14.99, which is the same price as HBO now. Yeah. So you can switch over from one to the other and it'll, it'll well, be If you would have signed up earlier, you get like $2 off. I was going to say, it didn't let me do that. Yeah, you oh. should have. It should have. Oh. That's what it, I did. I was, it's, well, your app is updated on this and that and the other and none of my apps updated. Mm. So, anyway, tirade over. Yeah, so, HBO, HBO Max, Max is the way to go okay. for it. Um, and you get so much other shit. You get some of that DC shit. Oh, yeah. You get some Adventure Time, mm. some regular shows. So are they going to take over, take all of the DC app and put it onto HBO nah, Max? some of the content. Uh, like, um, Doom Patrol Season 2 is going to be exclusively there. You get Stargirl on both. And I believe Titans might be on both as well. Well, Titans should be on both because I want that higher budget that HBO Max is going to give exactly. to... Just like they gave to Stargirl. I'm like, oh, they put some budget behind this shit. Stargirl is solid. Yeah, like, so, right. <laughs> real quick, back oh, to oh, it. Oh, excuse me. We, we obviously have a lot of shows that we appreciate this about. Do you think some of these shows would um, have anything to gain by being shorter, more miniseries on time travel? Or do you think it's okay to play out the time travel trope as long as you can? I don't know. I'm going to say something generic. As long as it's done well, do it. That's my own gripe. If it's long and it work, cool. If it's short and it works, cool. But if it just doesn't work, it just doesn't work. So if you're going to commit to time travel, you better commit to it fully. Okay. Because if you if you half-ass it, you're going to fail. What about you, Michelle? Do you think it's a, a good for these things to go to run their course, or should they be shorter in order to tell a more concise story? I think it depends on the series. Like, I think Doctor Do- Who... Doctor Doodoo? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who has done a phenomenal Professor job. Um, That's unfortunate. You know, of course there's episodes where it's like, okay, it's not as interesting as previous ones. Like Donna with the giant bees. I'm yeah. sorry, I hate that fucking episode. Bees. Donna, Donna's just... I love Donna. Donna is I hit do. Her, Donna I love is hit her, but there's definitely some episodes where I'm like, oh God, you're too much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but Do- Dr. Donna... <laughs> I love her. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they've done a great job. But other shows like, you know, Outlander, for me, season five was supposed to be the last of it, but they extend it to a season six. And I expect that to kind of be the end. If they do a season seven, I'm going to be like, oh, okay. I mean, now she's just getting back to where she was living. Back to life, back yeah. to reality. Are we going to do World War II again? Like, you know, not that she's near that timeline, but you know what I mean? No, exactly. Wow. There's only, when, when you start crossing over into your own path and doing that, and yes, Doctor Who has done that, but even they say you're not going to have any memory of this because yeah. you're existing in the same timeline and that's never supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, 11.23 for me, you know, that was the other one I touched on. This, it, it was just kind of that storyline. The whole goal was for, to stop the JFK assassination. There's really no point in going any further than that. Right. And sometimes it feels kind of cheap and hackneyed when they keep going because mm-hmm. the first idea was good. Mm-hmm. I have respect for actors like Regina King saying, I'm not coming back for Watchmen season two yeah. unless it is better than the first one mm-hmm. and has a point to it. Yeah. But some actors Star don't Wars. do that. 
And some show writers have to respect, like, that book didn't keep going into a series for a reason. Mm -hmm. Why am I trying to make it a series? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, it... <laughs> don't beat, beat it out. Don't beat Say a dead it. horse. Say it. Yeah, don't beat a dead horse <laughs> is where I'm at. I hit the fatigue with certain uh, time travel tropes, as I'm sure Kelsey and Joe did, when Heroes did it multiple times a season. Mm -hmm. So where it was expected... And by the last one, it's just lazy. Well, yeah. it's back and forth, and you're doing nothing but relying on this to Outcomes fix all same. of the errors that you made in previous episodes, but you can't fix them fully because, quote-unquote, time travel problems. Mm -hmm. like, come on, man. And just, they do it again. Isn't just, that the definition this, of insanity? Yes. <laughs> dead horse. It's doing it's, the same uh, thing over and over no again and expecting it. a it different outcome. It had no outcome. emotion to it. It was just... Shit happening. Season one, future hero comes back. Oh, yeah, Amazing. One of the best cliff anchors oh, to a man. season ever. Just on that on that subway train. <laughs> oh. Trench coat, sword, ponytail, full guard. articulation. I'm Nakamura. I speak English. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey Peter. He's like, who are you? Oh, you don't know yet. And it was amazing. Then the first time future uh, Peter comes back and kills Nathan. Exactly. Amazing. And then. They're like, you know what? We can do this maybe in two more weeks this season. And then and then we're going to change the timeline. And then we're going to send this guy to the past. And then... Uh, and then we're going to send this guy to the future. And then we're going to have a flashback episode. And then everybody's going to lose their house. <laughs> on, some, on some Arrow shit. Like, oh, well, come on. God. See, but th that, fla that flashback season Arrow was actually pretty decent. No, every season of Arrow is flashback. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when, when but y'all know what you're talking about when he yeah, was like when he was the KGB agent. Yeah, KGB. I wasn't yeah. mad at that, but it's still like, yo, this has to I was to a little end. mad at that. Well, I was a little. I like it had to catch up. Like, when is going to get here? It was he, like, how is he a trained killer when he was just on this island, not killing anybody? Yes, but also don't say you spent all these years on an island when you spent six months there. It's almost as bad as like Barry well, West saying, I'm he was on that island. It like was Barry saying, he's the fastest man alive every episode just before. I got to get faster because somebody's faster than me. It's Oliver. I was on this island for five years. But after three weeks, I left. I was out. And I, I was out. Back. And I, I found Sarah. I sister and make sure she wasn't doing Jingle Jangle. And now, she, now <laughs> she's traveling through time on a, on a time ship. And now she got a dark place in her soul because she died and came back from Lazarus Pit. I go back to the island. I leave the island. My girlfriend come back. Then she died again. Then I got to be a, the head of the Assassin's Guild. Then I'm a Russian agent. League of Assassins. League of Assassins. Then I'm a Apache warrior. And then I was a conquistador. And I had to leave the Justice League to fight some aliens. And now I'm a ghost specter. Like, you know. Arrowverse. 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 <laughs> that was an intense resume. Uh, <laughs> Oliver Queen and somehow went through some shit. And somehow it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the funny I met my daughter. I met my daughter from the sense. future, and now Lord. she knows. Now she's aware of me as she goes back into the future. Lord, <laughs> that shit was. Mm. Mm, wrap that shit up, B. <laughs> We're going to talk about it next week, obviously, <laughs> as we go into um, time travel and comic books and, and literature. Yes, yes, y'all. There's one that we I, I'm so excited to talk to you guys about, and I hope you all take a chance to read it, but it's Chrononauts. And is it K-R-O? C-H-R-O-N-O, or C-H-R-O-N-O-N-A-U-T-S. Okay. Is that Marvel Image? What is it? That's Image. I didn't, image know. Okay. I didn't know if it was like Kronos, like the god. No, no, no. Chrononauts okay. and um, basic premise of that which I, I wish more TV shows would really touch on it. As soon as they get time travel and they send a guy to the past, he doesn't come back. Mm. And they're like, wait a second, why? And they're looking He's through... He's dead. Nope. No, I'm just he, kidding. He has to live his life. <laughs> He's 
stolen things from other uh, centuries and times and made his uh, kingdom in like olden days. Why not? Exactly. He's like, I don't have anything going for me. And you just gave me time travel. Yeah. I would love to see that as a series. Are there any other stories you guys would like to see adapted into a TV series? Since mm. TV seems to be a better way of uh, telling these stories, well, it's a medium it's that where you can, it's a medium where you can actually tell the story Flesh in depth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Movies, we've seen it too much where a detailed story gets torn apart and they what they can fit into this. Exactly. What's two important to three hour film. and what's not. Yeah. When there's so much more to these stories that you can do every well. bit of the story is important that's why it made it into the original story could yeah. you imagine if the boys was a movie instead of a tv show oh yeah yeah i've seen it called watchmen and <laughs> hey the film watchmen did a great job i did i loved the, it daniel my panel for panel about it. panel yeah. for panel was, was but the director's cut is i great. have one issue with the watchmen movie okay the cephalopod should have been at the end the giant uh tentacle creature me personally i'm glad it wasn't but i will not argue against mm-hmm. that that's it Word. For the rest of the movie, I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah, it was yeah. almost yeah. it's almost a panel for panel recreation. Absolutely, it was, it was really unlike V for Vendetta, where it was yeah. completely different. But they did a great job. Which V, which V stood up on its own in 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 a in a very real way, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you had you had phenomenal actors and phenomenal visuals. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was Natalie a great Portman. it was a great story. And oh, don't get me started on Natalie Portman. But anyway, it was a great <laughs> story at a great time. At an unso certain time, yeah. So yeah. It, it was it was one of those movies that just came out at the right moment mm-hmm. for what was truly time going travel, on. Though I don't know a storyline that I necessarily want just yet. Okay, on the spot, I can't think of one right yet. Nah, I'm gonna go flip it with the uh, opposite because uh, me being the Power Ranger guy that I am, you already mm-hmm. had Time Force, which is arguably in the, arguably in the top ten best Power Rangers um, series of all time. But also when they reboot the movie again. It said it's supposed to have time travel elements to it. So it's going to be interesting to see how. Wait, it's not they play a continuation? They're going to reboot it again? Yes. Again. Unfortunately. It didn't make as much money as they wanted, but. It was still it's, a good film. Yeah, it was still. It was pretty solid. It was yeah. a solid movie. I think all the issues that they faced, they could have easily fixed in the second one. Easy. Like. But I digress. But yes, anytime I could get a Power Ranger movie or a series that's a little more mature, I'm always going to take that. So yeah, okay. It's one of the that like Power Rangers is one of those things that if you didn't grow up watching it, it's almost it makes no de- sense. It, it, it's almost a dead medium to kids nowadays because I I showed that movie to my daughter and she just was like I, I don't know what this is. So you guys showed a new TV series <laughs> that Beast Morphers. That's the one uh, my my nephew's on. He's about seven. Yeah, and that boy just loves it. He's like, I'm that guy, I'm that guy, I'm that and one. And another Black Red Rangers, shout out to him. That's oh, the, yeah. That's the fourth one, I believe, in the franchise. So, um, you know. Fifth one, fifth one. We're, we're, we're coming to the close here. But before we get there, uh, those who have seen Doctor Who, uh, mostly you two, not to exclude you, Kelsey. No, no, I'm familiar with the concept. Mm-hmm. Who was your favorite Doctor, and what would be your top three episodes? Ooh, it's a tie. Uh, Matt Smith and David Tennant. David Tennant... Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I adore that man. He did such an amazing job. He's yeah. genuinely a beautiful human being. Yeah. And what was the other question? What are your top three episodes? Van Gogh, which we did talk about. Yes. Oh. It's just so hard wrenching to think, you know, and it's a story that you think this man's depressed and he does he's not motivated anymore, and you know that he's meant to do this amazing work. And, then and no he one finds sees that, that motivation, yeah. and things just did not in the end, change for him. And then when you see him uh, as the Pandorka opens one, 
and he's there because he's having a he he painted the TARDIS exploding and just the the sadness knowing that his friend is about to die and yeah. knowing yeah. that he can see the future mm-hmm. and like mm. painting the future and then like people seeing it yeah. as a co- yeah, just ooh, gets you. The one with the angels, you know. Which one with the Which angels? Which one with um, the angels, though? Don't Blink, uh, Angels Take Manhattan. Um, no, it was Don't Blink. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sparrow and uh, Nightingale. Mm-hmm. Wait. Is it that one? That's the one where it... it, it River's it, on the ship with them. Oh, no, no. You're no, talking that's, the time of angels. Yeah, that's the time oh, yeah. of angels. Okay. Because that, that, that's in my top three. Because that's... Yeah. that you know. I that, was that like, wait a second. Little, I don't think that's what I'm thinking. That whole little five-part... Yeah, just, amazing. Yeah. And then when Matt Smith comes back at the end, and you don't, you don't realize that was him who was talking to Amy mm-hmm. instead of that doctor at that time. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. it was a great episode. Um, and see, the episode names are what gets me. But it was the little child with the gas mask, and they are were, you my mommy? Oh, yes. man, that, that was a good one. <laughs> when you realize it's not her brother, yeah. it's her son. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the, oh, oh, no, oh, is it called The Doctor Dances? I can't remember. Because that's the first time they meet Captain Jack. Yes. But I can't remember the name of that well, Johnny Depp's in this shit, too? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, Malcolm Merlin. Sweet, sweet Captain Jack Harkness, man. So for me, those would be the top three for me. Okay. So I would inequivocally say that Matt Smith is my favorite. Because I watched the old, old Doctor Who's with mm-hmm. Grandpa. And they used to come on PBS. And we would sit there and watch and eat fried rice that my grandma made us. And it was just, it was, and then Star Trek The Next Generation would come on like, oh. right after that. And it was just one of those memories that I can't, it's just seared into it's my mind. It's a core memory. Yeah. It's, it's seared into my mind. So yeah. I, I, I know a lot of the old, a lot of the stories from the old Doctor Who. But Peter Davidson. When I, when I started, like when I started back up, I, I remember I was in my living room and I just upgraded to the next package on DirecTV. And I saw an ad for BBC, and it was dinosaurs, um, or dinosaurs on a space. Oh, that is such a good episode. So that is my number one favorite because it got me back into it. I remember DVRing it and then watching it mm-hmm. and then watching it again. And then the person that I was with at the time was like, it's 2 a.m. You need to go to bed. <laughs> No, I I need to keep watching this. I need to find previous episodes. I need to find this on demand. (laughs) And I went back and started from when Matt Smith came with, you know, Fish Fingers and Custard. Oh, my God. And then, you know, falling in love with Amy Pond and uh, realizing that 510 redheads were totally out of my depth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Amy Pond, Karen uh, Gillen. And then, then, you know, that, that Jenna Louise Coleman where she's, yeah. Where she's the impossible girl and she's yeah. in this Dalek and just it's a complete you know that their destinies are intertwined. When you when she falls into his time yes. stream and you see it all happening oh, and then you man. see the old I'm getting chills oh. just talking about that. That's when that's when Moffat was on his game. Yes, <laughs> like prime because I, I give respect to Eccleston because you know his season it was it was epic. Yes, you know going because after I started with that. Din- or dinosaurs on a spaceship and then going back and then re-watching from Eccleston to then and then that epi- that Christmas episode with Kylie Minogue and I was just like oh my god that's still one of my favorites too it resonates with me to this so day because god you know I'm an old man and, and Kylie Minogue <laughs> has been 
We seem to realize every week that we are getting older. She yeah, has she a just, holiday, man. She just dropped a country album last year, and it's in my top ten favorite albums. Oh, last year. It's it's solid. That is every solid Christmas work. special has been phenomenal with Doctor Who. Oh, Day of the Doctor. Oh, yeah. just you know, we, we we touched on it earlier with the War Doctor and all that stuff. Like I went and watched that in theaters. Yes, I had, I saw it the day before, but I still I had, had to see it in theaters. I was in. I was in there. There was like seven people in this in this movie theater. Oh man, yeah. the one I went to out here was packed. Oh. I, I was dressed as um, Matt Smith coming out of the uh, TARDIS when yeah. he just regenerated and the yeah. shirt. Yeah, and my buddy was dressed as David Tennant. And <sighs> yeah. I, I tried to find a fez so hard in, in time <laughs> enough because hey, fezes are cool. Fezes are cool. Stetsons are cool. And goddamn it, bow ties, bow ties are, are cool. cool. <laughs> So top three episodes, you said? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Angels yeah. Take Manhattan. Um, well, I, I can't really nail just, it. You down. know, yeah, there's, I, I, mean, I know we all have more than three. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I can't really nail it down to three. Just, um, we? well. Kelsey's, Kelsey's going to list 12. <laughs> the Oedipus was a really cute episode, Oedipo, too, they're so cute. The Oedipus, just, just sucking all that fat off everybody. I need one. If that, if that wasn't just a, a trope for the time. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who wouldn't want to just suck off or rip off some fat and yeah. throw I'm it in sorry, a ball? I'm sorry, do what? Yeah. Suck rip off, off some meat. <laughs> <laughs> suck off some fat and rip it you in a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, just that's embarrassing. Anyway, um, yeah, there, there's been just timeless classics. Taking graphics out of it, just the stories. Mm-hmm. The stories alone. The stories stand up on their own. There was even that time when the doctor met the devil. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And he's when he goes down and he's in the suit and there's oh, that big yeah. and he's like, "What the fuck are you? What are you?" <laughs> uh, for me, oh. it's a toss up because I did not like Chris Eccleston until he his last three episodes with the reality TV stuff. Mm-hmm. David Tennant, right out the gate, loved him, loved him all the way through, and the fact that he was the doctor that said, "I'm sorry, I'm so sorry," the most. He lost a lot of people. Matt Smith was beautiful, and uh, Capaldi took me a season to get into him. Mm-hmm. Out of all of those, it's got to be Tennant. Yeah. He's he's my doctor. When he snaps and the TARDIS opens, when he meets River for the first time. Oh, just yeah. amazing. As far as top three episodes, I'd have to go with The Girl Who Waited. When they go to the, the two streams... Uh, facility and she gets stuck in one oh, timeline yeah. and Doctor and Rory get stuck in the where, other. Yeah, where Amy yeah. is like she's got that sword, she's killing all these robots. And she says at the end when they're holding the door, don't let me in. If you if you let go, I'm gonna come in, but yeah. you know, save her. Be there for her. Yeah. And that just kills me every time. Uh second would be Girl in the Fireplace, the Marie Antoinette. Was it Marie Antoinette? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And when he shows up just just a a week too late mm-hmm. because time's all messed up mm-hmm. from the fireplace and just the fun that Amy and or not Amy um, wow Rose and Mickey are having you know okay. like yeah. he's, it's his first real adventure with them where he's not the damsel in distress yeah oh, like, and, and the episode where they're like running through the department store <laughs> yes, yes. That, I don't know why that one just popped into my head but that one resonates <laughs> with me too oh and then the, the episode where um, where Smith goes back and keeps he keeps bringing this boy back to, to meet this girl. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and and they're, they're lo- he's like locked up in a in a cryostasis. Oh, the Christmas, Christmas Carol. Special. That was a Christmas Carol. Yeah, it was a Christmas Carol. Oh man, like 
hands down all of the Christmas. All yes. of that the was Christmas with Dumbledore. Actually, mm-hmm. the guy who yeah. played Dumbledore uh, was uh, Kazrak. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's... Jude Law. <laughs> no, not was Jude that Law. the same episode that they made yeah. uh, Santa oh, Claus Dumbledore. on the roof? No, that was the Nick Frost episode, yeah. and um, but but then I, I, the last one I'd say yeah. is uh, it's a David Tennant episode. And it's the one with the uh, Absorbaloft. Oh, yes, I like that. And the doctor's not in it, but they have that Scooby-Doo moment where the guy's watching the doctor and uh, Rose, and they're chasing down this creature, and then they run through one door, and then they come out the other door, and they all come out, turn around, and go back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that group, um, Linda, who's trying to find the doctor, and then they start making their own music. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. I like yeah. that one a lot, because... Because throughout this episode, uh, Mr. Blue Sky is playing, and it kind of reflects different parts of the song and different parts of his life. And I just like the idea, to quote uh, Welcome to Night Vale, one of my favorite podcasts of all fucking time. If you haven't checked that out, please do. This is a story about you. This isn't so much a story about the Doctor. It's a story about the people who have seen the Doctor, who have experienced the Doctor. And you see that time and time again, like, uh, what is it? Demons Run. The Battle of Demons run where there was that girl in the forest and she's like, we ran together and she joined the military so she could meet the doctor again one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know? Then you've got other people who just know him and his companions are like, what? And they're like, yeah, uh, he pops in and out every now and then. What do you mean? You thought he was all about you? That's cute. Yeah. That's very cute. Or when previous companions come back for just like a quick pop in. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and it always oh. becomes like so competitive. Well, could you imagine... Like, oh, you thought you were the only one? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I was doing this before you even came about. Could you imagine being the doctor's companion at that time, and he calls you one of his best friends, and then you meet another one of his best friends who's like... Slave tactics. The house versus yeah. the field. I would have just told the old one, like, <laughs> you were in your prime then, <laughs> and your prime is ending. like that, but... I'm just saying, you let me know I don't watch you like that. Well, <laughs> and I mean, and, and then you've got the companions who, again, do die and stuff. And the episode, uh, The Power of Three, which is arguably the weakest one of the Pawn's last five episodes. They have to explain to Rory's dad, played by Ar- the other guy who played Arthur Weasley, and uh, he was also in 101 Dalmatians, the live action movie. The fat guy? Yeah. Word. And he's like, what happened to the people who travel with you? He's like, some leave, yeah. some die, mm-hmm. some get lost. And it's just, it's that realization that you can travel with the doctor. At your own expense. Yes. Travel at your own peril. Yeah. All of time and space. There's a lot. I would demand my own screwdriver, though. I'd be like, I'll be your buddy. I want my own, though. I wouldn't need. You got to sweet talk the TARDIS and maybe like, hey, hey, yo, girl. Yeah. Good luck getting on the TARDIS side. Oh shit! Sorry. No. One more to my list. The Doctor's wife. The episode where where she becomes a human. She's in that human body. Yeah. And she's like, what do what do you call me? Oh, you call me sexy. Not when there are people around. Yeah. No one's that's around. Only, that's only when you and me. That's only when you and me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that episode so damn much. Kelsey, they I know fucking you... robots. Well, well, the TARDIS... <laughs> <laughs> the TARDIS becomes a human woman and... Not the same as a the, sex robot. The Doctor and the TARDIS have... The, if the, the TARDIS, TARDIS is a machine and it becomes a woman, that's a robot. The soul <laughs> of the TARDIS is put into a woman. The, yeah. yeah. The, the TARDIS is alive, and it's mm-hmm. a lot. It's it's a living, thinking, feeling being. Robot. Word. It's not a robot. No, it's a being. It, it, it's it's a it's a soul inside of a vessel that can travel through time and space. A, a soul that yeah. powers a vessel. No, how Word. dare you? Robots don't have souls. You heard it here first. We are robots. We're programmed. Bro. We're, we're, <laughs> we're synthesoids. Um, 
I'm like, or do they? <laughs> Sound like it transformed like a robot. I think my favorite quote from that episode <laughs> is when uh, the doctor introduces the TARDIS to Amy and Rory, and Amy goes, did you wish really hard? And he's like, shut up! And she's like touching herself because she's in a body, and she's like, oh, that's nice. And she had titties, man. I would touch them too if I had Wearing a white dress, real innocent, real pure. Mm -hmm. Coming from men at the table and women, it's like "Eh." crazy Helena Bonham Carter hair. Yeah, you're like, "Mm." (laughs) Um, Kelsey. I know you don't fuck with Doctor Who as much as we do, but true. uh, If you had to pick a favorite Doctor, um, the guy that wore the bow ties, Bat Smith. Bat Smith. Bat Smith. Just on the bow tie alone, because I am a bow tie aficionado. Mm -hmm. Aficionado myself. I love me a well um, tie bow tie. But actually, my favorite would be um, Professor Space Time and his Constable <laughs> Red. Sweet, sweet community. Inspector Space Time. Inspector Space Time. Thank you for that correction. But no, that's a community reference. But I'm be for real, so we can get out of here. <laughs> David Tennant, not because of who, just because as a betrayal as the Purple Man on Jessica Jones, which is arguably one of the best superhero villains um, mm-hmm. roles ever created. Not one of the best superhero villain roles that, that have ever been portrayed on television goes to him and he was phen- phenomenal in that. And he was in Harry Potter. And Good Omen. And he's Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales now. And I can never have nothing to myself here. That's, that's all I want to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> what? what was that? He asked me who was my favorite and everybody had to say something about what I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> we were feeling bad attack. No, I'm just joking. It's all good. It was, it was, it was just a cosign. Yeah. It was just a cosign. We were supporting your decision. And now we don't. <laughs> I heard it here first. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> let, I'm no longer on. speaking when Kelsey speaks. Well, that's just how we should do things so we don't speak over each other. I, I agree with completely. Unless Kelsey that was a joke. Yeah, would okay. you? I'll just stay silent until you hand me like. Oh, women! Your stick. voice is your voice is important. You should. But it but it was a joke because you speak over everybody. You you are a woman. I hear you roar. So we're going to go ahead and end this episode. (laughs) Um, Last uh, thing before we head out of here. Where can the people find you? Any time travel show that you would highly recommend? And um, how are you doing? Yo, man, I'm good for the most part. Like, I'm not going to get into all that shit right now. But no, I'm well as I can be with these um, times going on right now. So, you know, it's something that we all deal with some people. But, you know. I'm not going to harp on that, but um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Instagram, Snapchat, Kelsey Show. Um, yes, if you already like us on Instagram, my information is tatomized. We're always putting up posts and things like that. So if you're listening to this, you should be following, following us everywhere. And if I had to recommend a time travel TV series, I would go with Netflix's Travelers. It's um, a show starring... Old buddy Will from Will and Grace. Um, his name escapes me right now, but you know who I'm talking about. And on this show, they travel through times by ha- by having their consciousness transported back through time due to some type of um, AI programming. So basically, when a person dies in our current time, as soon as that hits, they flatline, they're uploaded with a consciousness from the future. They call it being rewritten. And, and then they try to fix things in the past to make the future better, but not understanding like there's more than just that going on. And that's um, one of my favorite Netflix series that we watched, and it also gave me more anxiety about how I could die without knowing that because I could be re- rewritten by a future computer. 
Bam. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, for me, you can find me. Um, I am Emily Gideon on Instagram. Gideon, as in the Bible distributors at the hotels. Haven't you been at hotels and you look in their drawer and it says? I have. The, no, yeah. I have. I yeah. just that was a hotel. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and so, anyways, Emily Gideon on Instagram, um, or you know, in our podcast on Spotify. Um, are we on Google Play yet? I'm getting yes. that figured out. Okay. We should be on Google we should, Play. Just not on Apple. Yes, Apple yeah. is the issue. Okay, um, but yeah, and how you doing? Oh, oh. Um, I'm doing great. <laughs> you know, um, working as usual. Nothing has changed with work during the pandemic. Um, I'm glad that I was able to make it today. I almost wasn't able to um but it's nice to spend some time with you guys and our guests mm-hmm. there's nothing quite like sitting around naked at a table yeah. and uh, recording this podcast i'm, I'm taking mental pictures of all yeah. of your bodies you and for our guests i haven't seen you in years so it's great to see you. it's great to see you too. <laughs> stop that narrative i am fully clothed okay in spirit sure okay um yeah. <laughs> he has his we leave that at the door that he got out of the put it back box. on when we leave <laughs> Um, Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. I know if it were just us sitting down talking about Doctor Who, we could do it for hours. Yeah. And I maybe one we, day we will. We have done it for hours. We'll do it for Christmas. <laughs> we'll do all the Christmas specials <laughs> for Christmas, bars. maybe. <laughs> yeah. There is a moment where folks check out of the conversation because we're talking about one episode for an hour. Mm-hmm. It has happened. <laughs> Definitely over French fries. <laughs> um... A TV show that you would recommend that has to do with time travel. Where can the people find you? And how are you doing? Um, Jeez. It's maybe not necessarily time travel, but it has to deal with time aspects. Uh, Man in the High Castle on... Oh, history. alternate history. Yeah. Alternate histories. Definitely traveling to different dimensions, different timelines where, you know, certain powers win certain wars, things like that. More parallel universes. Definitely makes you take a, a look at things... If, if things would have gone differently, certain mm-hmm. key things have gone differently, and that's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and that's that. Yeah, that's on She's Amazon. Um, you can find me on Instagram at J Ingargiai, um, Joe Ingargiola. Give you ten dollars if you can spell that, um, and you don't know me. Um, Damn it! <laughs> I was about <laughs> yeah. to make a quick ten dollars. I know you were. I know you were. I, I they always to, have a scapegoat. I had to put. The, they always have a loophole. Hey. It's a clause. Watch him. <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, as far as how I'm doing, you know, uh, crazy times right now, man. Just love your, you know, love your fellow person, love your brother, love your sister. Just do what you can to be the good in the world. That's Absolutely. all I have to say on that. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm gonna say timeless. Uh, that was a pretty good show, and actually. Deals with one of the things that you've told me about, like how you can't travel to Nazi Germany because I don't speak German. Uh, for one, among other things, <laughs> you don't look blonde hair and blue eyed me. You would stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> one of the guys on the show, he is black, and there's certain times where he's like, "We're going where?" Exactly. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> And it, it's a fun show. It's a great show. Uh, two seasons, well worth the watch. Um, that was on NBC, wasn't it? It was. What was that again? Timeless. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Facebook, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word where the O's are zeros. 
You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Escaping Podcast. If you or anyone you know would like to have your music featured on the show, please go ahead and send us a message on either of those places and comment on this episode. Let us know what time travel shows you like, who your favorite doctor is, and what you would change about the past if you could. Today, a couple notes before we leave. We are still out there protesting. We are still out there trying to make a difference. If you're out there, please keep it peaceful. Listen to the uh, coordinators of the event. And as Joe said, do your best to be there for your fellow human. We are fighting something right now that we can change. We just need to stand together. And we here at Escaping Podcast stand with you. We're going to do another song this week by Had I Known in memoriam to Brian Easton. Uh, Again, rest well, man. Um, We miss you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Remember, there can only be one chum bucket. Yes, guys. And um, always remember, no matter how it feels, how crazy the world gets, you can always be an escapee and enjoy listening to us ramble on about these um, ridiculous things, these geeky things, these things that really don't matter. But it keeps us sane and it keeps us moving. Be the change you want to see in the world. Stay on candy, y'all.